I'm nothing like my dad. I want to be just like you. I fought to keep this planet safe. Your power's got to be due any day now, son. Follow me. Slow down. Land. I said land. Stop! Get up. I'm actually getting used to this a little. That's not good. You need to be better. After everything he's done, how can I live up to all that? You need to decide what kind of hero you want to be. That was you! In the blue and the yellow? Why don't you meet the team after school? May we count on you in the future? Yeah, I think so. And bored of this. And can you hear the construction in the background when I'm talking to you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's going to be a little nuts, but you know, we got to make do. So for those who are listening, I have construction going on in my house. Uh, That's what you're saying. You'll hear it on our YouTube show, as well as every single audio channel, uh, every show we do for the next four or five months because um, our, our show is spread out. So my apologies. My house flooded a lot too long ago. So uh, we're just doing renovations at my place. Okay. I remember this thing was at a bookstore and it was on a turn rack mm -hmm. and I saw the first issue and I was like, and the reason why I never even opened or looked at it is because of the way it's drawn. Like it's the bright colors. It looks like a, like a Bugs Bunny kind of cartoon, like the simplicity okay. of the cartoon. But I had no idea how violent it are and how adult this show was. Like, you know, yeah, like it's, it, it blew my mind. Like this is what the show was. It's like um, a movie that you and I both saw, which I know you don't like, is sausage party you know because it's oh. very rude and, and crude you hated mm. it right no i, I know it's exactly but you're looking at your face right you're like he's like ah. but the way it's drawn it's drawn like for kids like it's drawn mm -hmm. like very like very kid friendly like like, like, like right. a bug's bunny but it's like not it's like for a college frat boy mm -hmm. thing so it's yeah. it's it's a it's, um, it's a misleading visual is what i'm trying to get okay at. okay yeah so anyways, let's, let's talk about the race. So what would you give this show? This is now the finale. It's five to eight. So what would you rate it? Um, rate very violent. Um, you know, lots of violent cursing and stuff like that. I was surprised when I saw it. I'm like, whoa, this shouldn't be in, um, you know, um, in the uh, view of, regular people or people who are young and don't and don't want to get a bad a bad focus yeah, yeah. this is, this is yeah shocking mm -hmm. well i'm gonna say i would agree to a point because i mean only the one character um rex who actually says the f-bomb but and he, mm -hmm. he's only seen twice i think in this latter half so in terms of vocal uh, like the, in terms of bad uh, vocabulary, it's actually the mm -hmm. second half is actually very very minimal. You know, it's it's more between the girls and him, or his father and him. You know, parent, mm -hmm. parent. yeah. I think the first half of the show, yeah, it's establishing mm -hmm. and it makes it kind of you're right. It's very rude and crude, but the second half, I think it's more um, like now that the excitement's done, like the alien invasion, it's all behind him. It's now. Um, finding you know finding his groove like there's a power struggle filling in that power vacuum when 
Yeah. What would be your double feature? My double feature for this? Mm-hmm. Um, like Ren and Stimpy. Oh, yeah? Have you ever seen Ren and Stimpy? Oh, I love Ren and Stimpy. My favorite yeah. episode was Space Madness, if everyone sees that one. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's... um. Yeah, it's nothing that I'd, you know, nothing I'd like to see twice. Mm-hmm. Although it was fine, you know, mm-hmm. started out fine. I just thought it was, um, yeah, it, yeah, it's not a good focus if you want to have a good cartoon. Okay. Well, for me, my double feature was Dragon Ball Z. And, and the reason why I, I keep going to this is because it really is, you have a superior alien race of essential, essentially Super Saiyans. Uh, and Invincible is a, a part human, part um, alien, like Goku, who, or Kakarot, who is, um, who was sent, well, his father was sent to Earth, you know, for a reason. We find out what that reason is, you know. And of course, he goes all evil on the other heroes and stuff like that. And that mm-hmm. kind of gives it to us. Also, you have a sub story of like Deathlock, you know, from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., where you have yeah. like Robocop, like basically it's a Robocop story where you have humans being augmented, uh, you know, for cybernetics, like, 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 like kind of like a Universal Soldier, where you have these dead soldiers. That's where I got my double feature from. I got from those different mixes. But mostly, uh, if you're a fan of Dragon Ball Z, uh, you will like this. Is really parallels that that series. I'll try it and see. And and would you recommend this to anybody? Um, if you are seventeen and up and like cartoons, yeah. Really, and you know what? It's fair because it is an adult. It's it's it very is much an adult um, show. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, Invincible. It's about a family which has like good people. And there's a whole bunch of superheroes that don't focus on evil and beating people up and wanting like to take people over and eventually get rid of them because they're not good superheroes. And yeah, it's, uh, it's interesting. Um, and yeah, they just want to survive. Mm-hmm. That's all. There's a lot of big name actors on this show. Uh, that could be yeah. a, a draw or it could be a bonus because as you're watching it, some of the voices may sound familiar to you. Like you have a character mm-hmm. named Robot. Zachary Quinto, who plays Spock in the uh, Star Trek mm-hmm. movies, is Robot. We have Stephen Long from Walking Dead. You have Sandra Oh as his mother. You have yeah. J.K. Simmons, whose voice is iconic uh, mm-hmm. as his father, as playing Omni-Man. You know, you have... Um, Jason Manzukas, if you know who he is, he's a great uh, ad-lib actor or comedian. There's a ton of voices that sound familiar to you that you, that you may not pick up on, like um, Walter Goggins, you know, and then once you, once you see the face of the actor, then you hear the voices, you're like, yes, that's definitely that actor, you know, like, yeah. that's who it cool. is. Um, but, okay, so let's get into some of this stuff here. Um, the two things that we learned from this part of the series, we learned about the robot, we know about, like, what's really going on with the robot's character, because... Um, he comes across more human that, or having more emotional human uh, than human traits than normal for a robot. We learn what that is now as the show progresses on the last half of it. Also, we learn about like what it is that set this father off. Like his father went like completely like Jonestown on the other heroes. Yeah. And he, we learn what is really going on. So this, that reveal and in that, 
uh, it's about creation. It's about a young teenage boy, how he's uh, going through a relationship, balancing life as a superhero slash teenager. Kind of like Spider-Man, like he kind of like misses classes because he's saving the world. So he's punctuality, missing dates. So all the stuff like, you know, like a Peter Parker type thing was going through, like he saw on yeah. Homecoming. He was going through those, those ebbs and flows of what a hero is having a secret identity is about. So there's a lot of stuff that's, that's based on like things that we would expect as a, you know, um, like, uh, just fodder for like a, like a superhero show. Did, uh-huh. did that stuff appeal to you in any, any way? Or do you just like, was it just because of the violence? I kind of like, irked you the wrong like, way? It, like it was okay. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. There's still cursing and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it kind of reminds me of 90210. Yeah. Right. Uh, you know, um, remember what that is? 90210? Yeah. 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 A little okay. bit. Okay. Yeah, it kind of um, reminds me of that show. That's all. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I, I found the second half more cerebral. I found all the characters were very, at this point, were like, I think in the first half, they were very like edgy, ready to fight and everything like that. Here, they're more battle wary. Uh, they're, yeah. more, they're more subdued. You know, it's more like, okay, it's, we've, we've experienced the intensity of it. Now we, we learn from our mistakes. We're not going to go like so hard, you know, into right. everything. Yeah. So, this became a more of like a subdued um, series. This became more intellectual, in my, in my opinion, in terms of like, where are we going now with the series? Like, where, what are we doing in this series? And um, so, okay. like, the show pivots. As soon as we get to this, like, episode five, it completely switches gears from being alien invasions to bloodshed to the massive swearing. There is less swearing now. I think that's more about communication, and I think it's more about... Oh, okay. Knowing the motivations of characters, you know, knowing the motivation of robot, knowing the motivation of uh, Omni Man, you know, uh, what's going on with um, the the corporation with um, Walter Goggins' character. I forgot the, the you know the guy who was behind the scenes, you know, like he's like the Men in Black, you know, like so. Yeah. Um, so you, you have all of those little uh, characters, even the twin like clone like villains, you know, mm-hmm. they're not so violent. They're just try- they're just they're now being more cerebral. So right. Okay. Uh, this was something. It, it was this, this was more less sensationalized, just more more thought in, in going into this one. Who? What kind of audience do you think would be the right audience for this? Like college student? Like well, I don't know. Like what? What do you think? Um, after seventeen, mm-hmm. uh, you know, somebody who likes cartoons. And, um, yeah, something, you know, it's like, yeah, stuff's going to happen. I can't wait for it. Somebody who likes stuff like that. That's all. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Like, I just like some of the themes. Like, there's a scene where uh, he's helping, like, a lower-end, like, villain who like, turns into a rock. And he helps them, like, get rid of, like, get, they get rid of a local crime boss, right? And as a result, there's a power vacuum. Like once you get rid of the one top guy, there's always somebody who wants a top spot. You know, so mm-hmm. that's so those there's a, there there's a subset of stories in here that's not necessarily like the big rock'em sock'em thing. There's kind of some smaller mm-hmm. stories. Was there a scene that that stood out for you in this series that in any in any capacity? Um, yeah, kind of like um, I'm not I'm not talking like, like in a positive way. Like that's a positive. Yeah, it's like it's like the Omni's wife actually 
I thought that she was fighting for the lives of her her family, right? I'm, you know, because she goes, I'm going to help them and blah, blah, blah. And then it kind of seems like she's on the bad side now. At first, she was on the father's way, you know. Mm-hmm. But then it turns out that she's on the bad, bad guys. Anyways, <laughs> that was, so yeah, that's kind of my fault you know first she's doing good and and later on you know she wants to be on the side of evil okay the character who i find fascinating and who's not in the second half is the demon character right if you watch the show like watchman he's like the worst shack of uh, the show who's like the, the conspiracy theorist who uh, the, the columbo he kind of knows what's really going or suspects what's going on you know and He's putting in the seeds of doubt or suspicion, like spotlight. Uh, yeah. he's, he's putting a, a shine on what really happened. Okay. You know? yeah. uh, so he's kind of a mix of DC's dead man slash Hellboy. You know. Yeah. You know? So that that's kind of and his spirit or his like his his influence to the show is felt throughout the show and especially with the mother you know i think you know because it, she kind of carries the torch now what you were what you were saying about her being evil or or or, or a, um, a negative imp- impulse um yeah. i don't find so like that's my opinion but i do think uh you know she does uh like in the end you kind of you do question her motives because she kind of like loves her husband and stands by him mm-hmm. but yet she knows something's not right and i don't want to say a word i don't want to give it too much away but like um i it'd be interesting to see interesting to see how she is in season two and what happens with her character you know you know after the fact you know especially between the husband and her between the son and her and then with the world in large you know, mm-hmm. you know that'd be interesting anyways Enough about that. Overall, uh, I I would strongly recommend this show for those who like like action films. Uh, it's a really good visual car- uh, cartoon. Yes, it's graphically violent. If you don't, if you like graphically violent stuff, um, that's in it. In it, it's self aware that it's graphically violent and it makes fun of it. It's the, the humor is kind of rude and crude, but if you if you're into that, it's not that bad. Um, it's a recommend. Uh, but on that note, I know we agree to disagree. But on that note, I am Ray. I'm Evie. Well, Evie, how can they reach us? Um, online, uh, internet, get on iTunes, Podbeam, um, listen to notes.com, and Spotify. Beautiful. Okay, and on that note, we'll talk to you next week. Take care. We need to talk. What I'm about to tell you will change everything. Dad. I wasn't ready before. Now I am. You being a superhero is the coolest thing that's ever happened to me. Now take me flying or I'm gonna tell everyone you're invincible. Sorry, not sorry. 